Father, we thank you for the testimony that we have had. Thank you for your presence. Lord, this year I've just started. We thank you because our testimony has started. We glorify your holy name. And everything you have done, Lord, Father, it shall remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. The battle you have won for us shall never rise up again in Jesus' name. As many that are still looking unto you, Lord, Father, we pray and we declare that your presence shall feed their heart in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. I was trying to say that this message I prepared last year from the book of Isaiah. But as I was coming here that very night, I think it was victory night, I changed my mind. And tonight, I want to briefly talk about it. It's a very lengthy message, but I will just make it brief so that we can enjoy it. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah 30 from verse 18. Many people, they are blessing and sleeping already. But when you revive yourself from your slumber, then you will be able to go back to God to revive your blessing and to receive it at the same time. Isaiah 30, 18. Isaiah 30, verse 18. And therefore will the Lord wait, and he may be gracious unto you, Therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is the God of judgment. Blessed are they that wait for him. Praise the Lord. How do you return to God? How do you go back to him? You need to wake up from that slumber. I'm not talking of the kind of uh, sleep or slumber you, you have in the church. Spiritual slumber. You need to to wake up. God is waiting for you. He wants you to repent and come back to him. When you go back to him, you revive yourself. And when you do this, what happened? Verse 19. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem, and thou shalt weep no more. You will weep no more. For he will be very gracious unto thee. And he will be very gracious to you. At the, at the voice of thy cry. And, they, and when he shall hear it, he will answer thee. Amen. Can I hear amen to that? Amen. Maybe you have been crying unto God since last year. This is the promise that God shall answer you. And amen. it shall be so in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 20. And though the Lord give you the bread of, ad, of the adversary. You see? And the waters of Thank the you, sea. brother. Sometimes when this sufferness comes. You will not even look who is giving you money. You will not look at them. But God wants to take you away from that kind of uh, situation mm. whereby you have to eat the food of your neighbor, of your enemy. Mm. That your enemy will begin to be the one that will feed you. Mm. Verse 20 again, start, brother. And though the Lord give thee the bread of thine adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed unto the that, that here the here the ground shall eat clean provider which has been with winnowed with and streams of waters in the day of that great slaughter when the tower shall fall moreover the light of thy moon shall be as the light of the sun 
and the light of the sun shall be sevenfold, as the light of the Lord bindeth upon the breaches of his people, and healeth the strokes of thy wounds. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, going through these verses, what are the promises of God for this year? As you get revived, you need to get revived as soon as possible. Number one promise of God is that direction for our path. This year, this is the first night vigil, that God will show you the direction for your path. Verse 21 says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ear will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. That is what your ear is going to hear. That's why I said in the beginning, God spoke to Abraham. God might be speaking to many of us, you may not know. So we are going to pray, Lord, cause my ear to hear your voice. So that as you sit down, you pray this prayer, God, cause my ear to hear your word when you show me that direction. Continue to pray. Lord, I want to hear your word. Make me to hear that your word. Make me to hear that direction. That this is the way. Walk in it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I want to hear your word. Cause my ear to hear the direction. As you have said that you wish. Say this is the direction, follow it. When you issue that instruction, Father, cause my ear to hear your word. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. You see, John 16, 13 says, Yet, that one I have spoken to you about, about comes. The spirit of the truth. He will guide you into everything that is true. For he will not speak in of his own accord, but exactly as he hears. He will inform you about what is to come. The Lord will inform you about what is to come. He will show you direction. You see, job that you are looking for, whatever you are looking, you see, you might be looking for a job, you might be looking for something. It might be on top of your nose, but you might be looking very far. And when the eyes settle down, you see the nose, right? Until you hear that direction, until you are able to identify that voice, that this is the path, follow it. That is the assurance this year. And God will show you in Jesus' name. Again, there is efficiency for our work. Verse 23 to 24, I will read. He will also send you rain for, for the seed you sow in the ground. And the food that comes from the land will be rich and plentiful. In that day, your cattle will graze in broad meadows. The oxen and donkey that walk the soil will eat fodder and mash, spread out with fork and shovel. You see, that is efficiency for your work. Part of your work is the prayer you are going to offer this year. God is telling you that he will send rain. He will send rain to that seed. And what is the rain to the seed of your prayer? It's the answer that God is going to give you this year. So don't wait in the middle of the year. 
It starts right now. It starts right now. Isaiah 58, 11 says, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restore, restoring your strength. You will be like that well, water, like that well water garden, like an even flowing spring. How many of us have seen a spring before? A good spring never dry up. It keeps coming out from the land. Under the ground, the water keeps pushing out, gushing out. That is the kind of efficiency that God will give you. Turn into prayer. Lord, this year, let your blessing flow over my hand work. Now be careful. What kind of hard work you have? What kind of thing you have in your hand? Pray to God that Lord... For everything I lay my hand upon this year, Father, let your efficiency be over it in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Again, there is success over our enemies. Verse 25. Verse 25 says, In that day your enemies are slaughtered and the tower fall. There will be stream of water flowing down every mountain and hill. That is success over your enemy. Whosoever wants to take away that promises of God for you, you have been assured that you will, be, you will succeed over them in Jesus' name. Isaiah 2 14 to 17 says, He will level all the high mountains and all the lofty hill. He will break down every high tower and every fortified wall. He will destroy all the great trading ship and every magnificent vessel. Human pride will be humble and human arrogancy will be brought down. Only the Lord will be assorted on that day of judgment. Praise the Lord. That is the promise of God for us this year. There will be success over those things that appear like mountain. Over those things that appear like enemy in our life. And lastly, verse 26. He's talking about what brother... Brother Georgie was here on Monday talking about light. Now, verse 26 is assuring us that there will be illumination over every darkness in our life. Amen? Amen? There will be illumination over every darkness in our life. Verse 26a says, The moon will shine like the sun, and the sun will be seven times brighter like the light of the seven full days. That means... All those things in your life that you are seeing as a darkness, God is assuring you that there will be illumination over it. Beam of light. Not just ray of light, but beam of light. Imagine the sun shining seven times. The moon is appearing like sun. Even if a pin should drop, a blind man should be able to pick it up. Those area of your life, you are thinking 
is darkness. God is telling you that there will be what? Illumination over those darknesses. Can I hear amen? amen. John 8, 12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I'm the light of the world. Whoever follow me will never walk in darkness, but we have the light of life. So the illumination is here. It's now left for you to allow it to shine. Don't put any veil. Don't put any separator over it. Matthew 5, 14 says, You are the light of the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Okay, I think it remains one for that verse 26. Verse 26a is what I've just read. Verse 26b, the Lord will bind up the bruises of his people and heal the wound he inflicted. I don't know the wound that you are nursing. I don't know the kind of things that is under your clothes that is giving you concern. The promise of God is that he will heal, he will heal you and set you free. Turn into prayer. Lord, here I am. You know my heart desire. Father, set me free. Heal me. This is one of the promises that you have made for us this year. That there will be healing of the wounds. These are the wounds that I'm nursing. Maybe one, maybe two. It's not necessarily that open wound. There are some heart wound that is going on. Lord, I'm nursing this wound. Whenever I remember, I can't sleep well. Father, heal me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Heal me. In Jesus' name. Heal me. Set me free. Isaiah 53 says, He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The shattered stream of our peace was upon him. And with his stripe we are healed. And so shall it be for you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. Hallelujah. You know, you have had these promises of God for you this year. Again, I want to go back to the book of Genesis. Chapter, th chapter 12, verse 3. We, where I talk about the protection and insulation. You need to protect all these promises of God that I've mentioned. Lord, all your promises in my life. Every promises. As you are fulfilling these promises, Father, protect it in the mighty name of Jesus. I've heard your word this night. I've heard the promises that you have made. That you will make illumination for our life. That we, you will show us the path. You will show us the direction to follow. Father, protect every of the promises that you have made for me. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, everlasting God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let's have our seat. I have uh, selected some men of God to share words with us this night. They asked me what topic do I want. I said I'm not giving you any topic. As God leave it. So I will call on Brother Johnson to come and share his word. Whatever he said, please grab your copy. Yeah. And you may be lucky this night, maybe one or two people might be sharing the same message. 
all the same prayer point. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. I don't know if it's a coincidence, but I know God is moving already. The topic that God led me to work on is titled Revival or Ruin. And we'll be picking our text from the book of Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. I read, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Praise the Lord. I have a question. Have you ever been on a wrong road before? Have you ever missed your way on a journey? I believe most of us have. I have. We had a meeting some time ago, and uh, before the meeting I was asked to share the GPS of where the meeting would take place. And apparently, some people were there on time, and some people missed their way, even with the GPS. That means technology can also fail. I don't know what we have resorted to put our trust in, but it is very important that you know where you are going. How is it best to know where you are going but to put your trust in God? If you know God, he will prepare you, he will arrange you. I want to describe this scenario that I said some people were there on time, some were there late. But I found out that one of them had to call, please, I have missed the road. Can you come and help me? And I had to go. And before you know it, we were at the destination. That will bring us back to something. We need to retrace our steps back to God because he's our source. He's the only one that can direct our life, that can direct our path to that destination. Everybody is saying, I want to make heaven. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. Do you know where heaven is? It's a question again. Praise the Lord. 
we read about Solomon. And uh, we've known so much about Solomon. And I want to pick up a text about him. Solomon found favor before God. How? Because of the promise that God made to his father, David. How did he find this favor? He sought for it. He opened up himself for it. Many a times we talk about God's blessing or a curse coming upon us. And we don't go back to God's word. If you read that book of 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 to 21, it will open us up a bit. But now I want us to look at 1 Kings, if you can put that up. 1 Kings chapter 11, verse 4 to 6. I have a little write-up here. It said, still, for it was so when Solomon was old that his wives turned his heart after other gods and his heart was not loyal to the Lord his God as was the heart of his father David. That means even with time, believers can lose direction. Believers' hearts can be torn away. I remember what Pastor Leslie said. He said that you can revive someone who is either dead or someone who is dying. Those are the people that need revival. At this point in time, Solomon actually needed a revival. Because he had turned away from what God had asked him to do. And if we look closely, he said, I will bless you if you love and obey my commandment. And in chapter, verse 21 of that Second Chronicles chapter 7, he said, you will not even fathom or think about the type of course that will behold those that don't keep this commandment. And that was why in time, what happened to Solomon? We all know the story. Praise the Lord. In time, God's people, Israel, eventually were taken into exile, Babylon, and the temple was destroyed. This was God's work of judgment against Israel, his own people, because they were not wholly devoted to God. Just notice one principle there. God always fulfills his word. The question is simple again. Which road are you on today in your life? Are you on the road that God is the one leading you? 
or you are in the road that you are leading yourself? Are you on the road to revival, which is God's blessing? Or are you on the road to adversity, which is ruin? If I pick on David, the father of Solomon, David was a mighty man of valor. He fought many wars and people sang songs about him. But one day, the same man who is supposed to be fighting wars decided not to go to war. Decided to stay at home. And that particular day, a scene that led to many sins, that led to death, caught upon him. On that day where David was supposed to be at war, he decided to relax. Have we relaxed from being a warring Christian? That is a question. That means, if we have, we need revival. Now, looking at revival, I want to summarize it. Revival means change one's lifestyle. What is my lifestyle like? Is it like the lifestyle that Jesus has lived? Jesus is known to be a personality of prayers. The disciples will go with him and he will look at their faces. He will tell them, stay here. He will separate himself, go higher up to the mountain and he will begin to pray. Pray and pray into the night. That was the lifestyle of Jesus. Are we after this lifestyle? It's another question. Now, if we look at our brothers, let me pick on the Jews. The Jews were commanded to pray three times a day. And they keep it religiously. If we look at our other neighbors, they pray five times a day. How many of us communicate often with God? Because how much you communicate with God is what releases the anointing. The anointing does not come by just reading the Bible or preaching. The anointing comes by spending quality time with God. Now the question is, again, are we spending quality time with God? We want to change our lifestyle. We need revival. We need to what? Make that move by our own self. We need to take that decision. Praise the Lord. If we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 11 to 13, I read, Just because the penalty does not occur immediately, 
does not mean it will not come. Beware. Some people might take lightly. Just because I've not been punished. Because I am not doing what God has commanded me to do. That doesn't mean God has not seen you. That doesn't mean you're not going to be punished. So it's time that we face towards God. Because we need revival. How many of us need God's blessing? I need it. I want us to stand. I want us to worship God. I'll take this song, though I don't know it very well. You are here, walking in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, walking in this place. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, living in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, walking in this place. I worship you. I worship you. Because you are way maker, miracle walker. Promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Wave maker, miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are here, walking in me. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, restoring destiny. I worship you, I worship you, cause you are the way maker, way maker.
Miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Yes, Omega, Miracle walker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you open your mouth and talk to God I don't know who he is to you he is the way maker at this point as we are beginning our new year I want you to cry out Lord you are the way maker make a way for me this year 2019 Revive me, O oh Lord, and give me direction that will guide me into the place that you've called me to function. You are the way maker. Father, release your miracle. Only you, O oh Lord, can do. Because your promises never fail. Your word is settled. You have promised and you have kept it. Father, concerning each and every one of us this night, as we seek your face, release your miracle, your presence into our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, your word is settled. Let your light move into our lives this year as never before in manifold blessings in the name of Jesus Father release your light to show us the way to guide us to make things happen as your children release your light that we will be like that lamp on a hill, lighting up the world, my hegemony is so In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and worship. You can sit down, Father. We bless your name, we want to thank you. As Adam and Eve sat aside the teaching of God because they became convinced that the penalty which was dead would not occur. When they sinned and death did not occur immediately, they were even more convinced. But death did occur. It's someone in that situation at this time. Just a little sin. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. But something happened. We need to cry out to God for revival. Because at that point, 
that is the missing point. David missed it. That was the missing point. It led to the death of many others. Five other people died because of that little sin. His sons died. They battled against his throne. I want you where you're sitting because this is a new beginning. You talk to God. Revive me. Empower me. On this moment, I know I've taken you for granted and so lightly. But God is not a man that he will lie. He never lies. If you say, if you do this, you will die and something will have happened. But this is the point that we need to say, God, forgive me. Revive me. Restore me. Take me to that path that you initially called me into, the path of glory. I begin to seek your face this night, Lord. Do not hide your face from me. I stand before you, Father. Look upon me today. Let your face shine upon me. Make a way for me, Lord. As I worship you this night, Lord. Prepare me for this year. Prepare me for this year. To be a servant of honor. A vessel of honor. Father, prepare me. I want you to pray this prayer as you're sitting. In the name of Jesus. My God, I thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. My Father, I thank you, Jesus, for your mercy upon my life. You're merciful. Gabon. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And finally, if we look at the book of Isaiah 59, 1-2, to it talked about a damaged relationship with God. It shows that sin creates division between God and us because of a breach of trust. Everybody wants to trust one another. But the moment there's a breach of trust, you find out that blessings will be hindered. Adversity will set in. And when we look at what is happening to many nations today, it's still as a result of a breach of trust and sin that had set in somewhere. Sin is a breaking of the terms of the covenant agreed on by both God and us. After committing a sin like adultery, can the individual be trusted any longer? This effect is not easily seen. But God, God's word reveals a lot about this situation. And this time, 
I want us to look up to God with repentance and ask God for mercies and for his forgiveness to heal any division between us and him. When we say we have not turned our back to God, we could be lying because he's our father, he's our husband, and we have not been faithful in many areas. So this is another point. If we want to be blessed throughout 2019 and beyond, we need to talk to him. We love our wives, we love our children, and vice versa. And he loves us. This is a time to go back because only God can revive us. He is the miracle walking God. I don't know the point at which we need help because each and every one of us, we need help. But I want you to say one more prayer to that particular area and say, Father, set me where you want me to be. I am your son. A son cannot go and leave. A king cannot go and leave. A priest cannot go and leave. I am your son. Remember me. Even as we prayed that prayer, as you singled out Abraham, single me out this night. Remember me because I have come here because of you. Speak to me. Speak to me, my father. Father, we thank you for your mercy. It endures forever. Speak to each and every one of us this night. And let heaven open to bless everyone here. Thank you, Father, for answered prayers. Because I know you have answered. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't know the degree of challenges you are facing. But God is saying he's going to do a new thing in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Isaiah 43, 19. It says, watch for the new things that I'm going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you stream of water there. Can you see that it's happening now? You are going to turn into prayer as I call brother Rajesh to get set once the mic battery is changed. So you are going to turn into prayer. I don't know what you passed through last year. First tell God that, Lord, every difficulties I passed through last year, they are history, right? Begin to tell God, Lord, every those difficulties I passed through, they are history. I'm now looking for a new thing. Shower me with very, very table testimony, quantifiable testimony. I want people to see the magnitude of the testimony you are going to shower on me. 
I want to be the first partaker to share a mighty testimony. Father, this year, 2019, Lord, shower me with quantifiable testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to pray and tell God that Lord increase my faith. Because when you have that faith, you'll be able to testify. Lord increase my faith. Father increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Don't just give way. Don't just give water, but give stream of glory in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Let's Put our hand together for Brother Rajesh. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brethren, let's look at Psalm 63, verse 6. Psalm 63, verse 6. And the latter part. I meditate on you in the night watches. I meditate on you in the night watches. Where is your meditation tonight? When there is darkness around, where is your meditation? When there is no light around, where is your meditation? When it is difficult to keep your eyes and my eyes open, where is your meditation? When you are not able to see what is ahead, where is your meditation? Tonight, turn this into a prayer. Father, in the midst of darkness, in the midst of this night, Lord, let my meditation be upon you. Let my meditation be upon you. Let my meditation be upon you. That my eyes do not miss the new thing that you are doing in my life, Lord, let my meditation be upon you so that I see the new things that you are doing for me in this year. Lord, let my eyes not go into slumber this night in the name of Jesus. Father God, let my mind not sleep off in the name of Jesus. Lord, keep my meditation aright. Keep it right in your sight in the name of Jesus. Pray church, pray church. The Lord is listening to your prayer. The Lord is here. The Lord is listening to your prayer. Turn this into a cry out to God tonight. Lord, let my meditation be aright. Let my meditation be upon you in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Verse 7, because you have been my help, therefore I will Therefore, in the shadow of your wings, I will rejoice. Tell your neighbor, I will rejoice. I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Tap him and tell that, brother, maybe you're not meditating right, but I will rejoice. Sister, maybe you're not meditating right, but I will rejoice. I will rejoice. Amen. 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 Turn that into a prayer. Lord, may I see your help at every moment of my life this year. 
because my mind is set on you. Lord, let me not miss your help this night. Let me not miss your help that is coming my way in the new things that you do. Lord, I need your help to see the new things come through. Lord, let me not miss your help. Let me not miss your help in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. 2 Kings 2, 19-22. Let's stand up and read that, please. 2 Kings 2, 19-22. We are going into the second month. And incidentally, this was the second miracle of Elisha. And the Holy Spirit is never wrong. Amen. 2 Kings 2, 19-22. Then the men of the city said to Elisha, Please notice, the situation of this city is pleasant as my Lord sees, but the water is barren, but the water is bad and the ground barren. And he said, bring me a new bowl and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the source of the water and cast in the salt there and said, Thus says the Lord. The Lord is saying some, to somebody today, I have healed this water and from it there shall be no more death or barrenness. I have healed this water, from it there shall be no more death or barrenness. I have healed this water, from it there shall be no more death or barrenness. So the water remains healed to this day according to the word of Elisha which he spoke. You see, the first miracle that Elisha did was that he used the mantle of Elijah to part the waters and cross Jordan. Right? He came from Jordan to Jericho. You and I have entered into February. We crossed over from 2018 to 2019. And from January, we are crossing over to February. Many have not made it. Would you take this opportunity to thank God? The God who makes crossovers possible. Father, I bless you tonight. It is not by might, it is not by power that I have entered into a new month, my Father. It is by your grace, it is by the newness of your mercies. It is by the newness of your mercies, O oh Lord. It is by the newness of your mercies every day that I have not been consumed, that I have been able to cross over into another day. Father, what about another month? It has to be your mercies, O oh Lord. God of crossovers, God of crossovers, Lord, I bless you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I bless you. Lord, I bless you for bringing me through into another month. Father, there have been many who have started this year and have not crossed over. But you and I, Lord, you have caused us to cross over. You have caused the bread of life to cross over into another month. Lord, we do not want to take it for granted at any point of time. Father, I bless you for the crossover. Father, I bless you for the crossover. Father, I bless you for the crossover. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us sit. If you feel sleepy, you can stand up.
there is no shame in the house of God. Brethren, there is no shame in the house of God. If you feel sleepy, before you know it, God knows it. So be bold to stand up. There is nothing wrong. Right? You see, the city, he said, the situation of this city is pleasant, but the water is polluted and the ground is barren. Which city was this man talking about? This man was talking about Jericho. You remember Jericho was cursed by Joshua. How many of us remember that? Jericho was cursed by Joshua. Can I see some hands? This is not a Sunday school quiz, right? Jericho was cursed by Joshua, and then somebody set it, set to build it. Let's turn to 1 Kings 16, verse 34. In his days, Hael of Bethel built Jericho. He laid its foundation with Abiram, his firstborn, and with his youngest son, Segub, he set up its gates. According to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken through Joshua, the son of Nun. You see, a cursed city was now built, and there was habitation happening there. Right? There was habitation happening in Jericho. Jericho, a city under curse, it took cost to build upon that city. You agree? You agree? There was a cost. Somebody had to pay a price for that city to become habitable. Somebody had to pay a price. It was Hail in this case. You and I, pastor started that, Matthew 5.14. You and I are called what? What? You and I are called? A city on a hilltop. You and I were a city on a curse before. Somebody paid a price and set us on a hilltop that you and I are now not hidden before God. Amen? 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 Jericho was a cursed city. There was a price paid to build it. What about you and I? You and I are a city and there has been a precious price paid for us. That is why this city is pleasant. Tell your neighbor, this city is pleasant. This city is pleasant. Brother Joy, this city is pleasant. Amen? Turn that into a thanksgiving wherever you are seated. One minute, one minute, one minute. Galatians 3 lest I sleep. Galatians 3, 13 to 14. If anybody is there before me, you may read Galatians 3. Yes. Now let's turn that into a thanksgiving. Christ has redeemed this city from the curse. Christ has paid a price. Would you turn that into a thanks? Father, thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus that has paid a price. I was once under curse. I was once under curse, but you paid the price and you redeemed me, Father. Lord, thank you. What can I render unto you? I will lift up the cup of salvation and say, Thank you, Lord, for your unending mercies that you have given unto me. Father, thank you, Lord. I could not redeem myself. 
I could not use gold or silver to pay my price of sin. But Lord, you did it so freely, O God. You did it so freely, O God. Father, he else set up Jericho with his sons. Lord, you send your one and only son for me, O Lord. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your precious sacrifice, O God, because of which this city is pleasant today, because of which the bread of life is pleasant today. Lord, it is because of you. The foundation is you, O Lord God. The maker of the city is you, O Lord God. Father, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your redemption, O Lord God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. He did not just redeem us. He brought us into the blessing of Abraham. Pastor was talking about that. He brought us not just from the curse, and he does not just leave it there. Okay, now, guy, you are clean. Now, don't bother me. No. He said, from curse, he brought us into a blessing. That's how the city becomes pleasant. Amen? Amen? Tell your neighbor again, neighbor, you forgot. I am a pleasant city. I am a pleasant city. Brother Kibe, I am a pleasant city. Amen. Amen. Not only did he bring you out of curse, he brought you into blessing. Can you thank God for that for a moment, wherever you are seated? Lord, thank you for making me a blessing. Father, thank you for making me a blessing. In Jesus' name, we have thanked. And then, he did not just leave us with a blessing. He made us a source of blessing by the spirit that he put in us. That is what Galatians 3.14 says, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. You and I need not work out our blessing the worker of blessing is in us. Is in us. We don't need to conjure up blessings. The blesser is in us. We have become blessing generators because the turbine is in us. Amen? Amen? Let's stand up and thank God for the spirit that he has deposited in us. He did not leave us as orphans. He did not leave us as orphans. He said, I do not leave you as orphans in this world, but I give you the spirit, his own spirit, the spirit which was with him when he made the earth, the spirit which was with him when he sent forth his son. That spirit is in us. The spirit that brought life unto the body of Jesus. That spirit dwells in you and me. That that becomes the turbine in our life. That makes us blessing generators. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. From curse to blessing to being a blesser, you have made me, O Lord God. From curse to blessing to blessers, you have made the bread of life, O God. Father, thank you for your blessing over our life. Thank you for your salvation, O God. Thank you for your salvation, my Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Tell your neighbor, I am not abandoned. I am not abandoned. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. You see, the city was pleasant, but the city was fruitless. The city was pleasant, 
but the city was fruitless. Why? They said, Lord, the, to Elisha they said, the water is bad and the ground is barren. That which sustained the city or that which was a source of, of uh, thriving for the city was polluted. Whatever was, that was required for the city to flourish, that was corrupted. And therefore, there was no fruit. The resource was supposed to sustain the city, but then there was no result. Psalm 72 verse 7. Psalm 72 verse 7. David prayed this concerning Solomon, but it, in fact it was of the Messiah. Psalm 72 verse 7. In his days the righteous shall flourish and abundance of peace until the moon is no more. Who shall flourish? Me. Me and you. Who shall flourish? Me and you. Because we are called the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. We shall flourish. But tell me, are we able to say that out of everything in our lives? Are we able to say that? Ask yourself before the Lord. Take a moment to examine your ground before the Lord. The servant, the, the prophet said, Lord, the ground is barren. The water is polluted. The ground is barren. Can we examine our grounds before God? Some of the grounds. How is my spiritual life? Is it thriving or is it existing? How is it with my family, my relationship in my family, my role in my family? Is it thriving or is it existing? How is it concerning the mandate of the gospel? God has given each one of us one mandate. Tell about me to others, right? However you do it, tell about me to others. How is that mandate? in my life, in your life? Is it thriving or is it barely surviving? How is it concerning the ministry that he has entrusted to you and me? Is it thriving or is it barely surviving? Concerning the purpose that he has for you and me, Concerning the purpose that he has for me in this land, in my place, wherever he has rooted me in. Concerning the purpose. Am I thriving in my purpose or am I barely surviving? Concerning my job, concerning my finances, concerning my material needs. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, it says, or like a cedar, it says. Are you thriving? Are you flourishing or are you barely surviving? Concerning your health, for some of us our ground is our health. It is fruitless, it is barren. Are we thriving or are we surviving? Tell your neighbor, the Lord has a solution. The Lord has a solution. You see, Elisha needed only two things. 
One, a fresh bowl, and two, salt. Right? Two things. My brother prayed that, and I said, thank you, Lord. Second Timothy 2, 20 to 21. He needed, he said, bring me a new bowl. He needed a fresh vessel. He needed a fresh vessel. Second Timothy 2, 20 to 21. If you're there, please read. Amen. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I will be of use for the master. I will be of use for the master. Prophesy to your life, I will be of use for the master. Brethren, I mean it. I will be of use for the master. Amen. Amen. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from these things which are dishonorable, disobedient, sinful, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified, set apart for a special purpose, and useful to the master, useful to the master, prepared for every good work. It's the Amplified Bible. Right? Today, are you and I that new bowl that the master is looking out for? Would you be a useful vessel available for the master for every good work? Let's rise up and let's pray. Because the Lord is bringing forth healing. He has said by his word, I am healing the waters. But he needs a new, fresh vessel, a renewed vessel. Are you and I ready to be that vessel in his hand? A renewed vessel. We are going to pray. Father, cleanse me by your word. The Lord cleanses by his word. He said, you are already clean by the word that I have spoken to you. John 15, 3. Father, cleanse me by your word tonight. Every time I sit before you with your word. Lord, let your word wash away everything. Everything that is filthy in your sight. Lord, every time I open the scriptures, Lord, let it wash away something from me every day, Father. Let it wash away something from me every day, Father, that I would be a vessel that is fresh for your use for that day. That I would be a vessel that is fresh for your use that day, O oh God. Father, sanctify me according to your word. Sanctify me according to your word in the name of Jesus. Let your word come alive across every situation of my life, O oh Lord. Your word is a mirror. Your word is a lamp. Lord, enlighten the darkness before me. The darkness that I cannot see, your word is able to show, O oh God. Each time, O oh God, that I read your word, let it correct me because your word says all scripture is useful. All scripture is for edification, for correction, that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped. Father, let your word cleanse me each time I appear before it. 
Lord, let your word cause me to flourish. Let your word cause me to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Second prayer, God, cleanse me, cleanse my conscience by your blood. Hebrews 9.14, just think, I'm reading from the NLT, just think how much more the blood of Christ will purify our consciences from sinful deeds that we can worship the living God. The blood of Jesus. You know what the enemy attacks? It is our conscience first. And when the conscience is attacked, we don't go before the presence of God. We hide. And the Bible says, the blood of Jesus, how much more it can cleanse. How much more it can make us appear before God in confidence. Lord, let your blood once again cleanse my conscience. Lord, let your blood once again cleanse my conscience. Lord, let once again my conscience be purified by your blood in the name of Jesus. Father, let your blood do its complete work over my conscience in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Romans 7, 6. So now, we serve God in a new way by means of or in the power of the Spirit and not in the old way with written rules or of the written law or of the letter. You see, a vessel becomes renewed to serve God by the power of the Spirit. If we try it with our flesh, we can go to a certain limit. But remember, the turbine is in you. The turbine is in you. Amen? Tell your neighbor, the turbine is in me. The turbine is in me. Spirit of God, let your power show up in every aspect of my life so that I can remain as a new vessel in your, in your hands. Turn the, take that as a prayer. Spirit of God, let your power show up in every aspect of my life. Let your power show up in every aspect of my life. Let your power show up in every aspect of my life so that I can remain as a new vessel in your hands, my master. So that I can remain as a new vessel in your hands by your power, Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, Lord, you have you cleansed me by your word. You make my conscience pure by your blood. Lord, enable me to remain new by your spirit. Enable me to remain new by your spirit in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Ask your neighbor, am I a shining vessel now? Yes. Tell him, yes. Yes. Tell your neighbor, my conscience is cleansed. My spirit and my mind renewed. And I am acceptable before my Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's sit down. You see, what Elisha used as a source over there was what? Salt. Amen. 
Tell your neighbor, salt. Salt. Right? What Elisha used over there was salt. Turn with me to Judges 9, verse 45. So Abimelech fought against the city all that day. He took the city and killed the people who were in it and demolished the city and sowed it with salt. You see, salt was not a fertilizer there. Salt was not a fertilizer. It was supposed to dry up the vegetation. You see, if anybody wanted to render a land useless, what they would do is they would throw salt, right? Jericho and Shechem were supposed to be cities which were salted, not for the good sake, for the wrong reasons, which means no vegetation could, would, could grow there. The ground would dry up anything. And what does Elisha use there? Salt. The same thing that is supposed to be damaging is used as healing when it is put in a new vessel. The same things that attack you when you go in the newness of God, they turn into a blessing. Amen? 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 In God's eyes, somebody said, in God's eyes, intended evil becomes eventual good. Intended evil becomes eventual good. And you and I are a part of that process. You and I are a part of that process. Only our eyes and ears need to be open to him. Tell your, tell your neighbor, look at my eyes, they are open. Look at my eyes, they are open. Amen. God used or Elisha used that salt like a vaccine. You see, it gained its power through resistance. Today, whatever is troubling your ground, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's in your health, maybe it's in your spiritual life. The very same thing, because you have surrendered yourself as a vessel available in God's hands, God is able to use it to turn to turn. Amen? 2 Corinthians 12, 9. That very weakness, God is able to use it. He said to Paul, my strength is perfected in your strength. Right? In your what? Weakness, right? Why? Because if his strength has to be perfected in our strength, we'll say, God, I did it. Grace of God, brother, but I did it. But when it is in weakness, what happens? You and I are able to see the hand of God. In your seated positions, pray, Father, let my eyes see your hand. Let my eyes see your hand. Psalm 119, 173, I think. Let your hand become my help because I have chosen your precepts. Father, Lord, because I have chosen your precept to be a useful vessel in your hand, let your hand become my help. Let your hand turn around the very curse into a blessing in the name of Jesus. Father, let your hand become my help in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Final two prayers, let us rise up and pray.
Romans 8, verse 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. You examined your life before God. The thing that is troubling your ground. The thing that is causing your waters to be polluted. You're going to take that thing before God and say, God, you are able to turn this thing around for my good. According to your word, let it be done. According to your word, be it unto me, O Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. Father, turn around that very thorn, that very thing that disturbs me each time I wake up in the morning, each time I look in the mirror, each time I look in the mirror of your word, each time I look at my accounts, each time I go to my office. Father, that very thing which is troubling, Father, each time I come to the end of the month, that very thing which is troubling, Lord, each time, oh God, I try to get up and this thing pulls me down. Lord, I pray tonight, Father, that you will turn it around. You will use that salt, oh Lord God, and heal my waters in the name of Jesus. Lord, use that salt and heal my waters in the name of Jesus. Father, heal my waters in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Second Kings, in the second month, Second Kings 2, 21 and 22. This is what the Lord says, I have purified this water. It will no longer cause death or infertility. And see verse 22. And the water has remained pure ever since, just as Elisha has said. In this second month, the Lord is doing something permanent in your life. Amen. Amen. Father, turn that into a prayer. Lord, all that you have done today and you are about to do, O oh Lord, in the continuing sessions. Lord, let it be permanent in my life. Let it not be reversible, O oh Lord God. Father, allow it, O oh Lord, to be permanent in my life. Arrange my steps in such a way that it remains permanent in my life, O oh Lord. That thing which you reverse, that thing which you are turning around, Father, let it be permanent in my life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Proverbs 11, 11, finally. Say your neighbor, he has finally said, finally. Proverbs 11, 11, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted. Your city and the influences, zone of influence around you, the Lord is going to cause it to prosper in the name of Jesus. Tell the Lord, whatever you are doing tonight, let it have far-reaching implications. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated. That's 2 King 2.20. Elisha said that bring new bowl. That he has done a new thing in that city. In verse 19, 
the men of that, those, those cities, they were complaining, trying to draw the attention of Elijah to their problem. Now you are going to pray. I want you to decree that this year, that Lord, the new thing you are going to do in my life, we remove every bitterness and pain in my life. As for what Elijah has done in that city. Father, I decree. You can mention every month. In the month of January, is gone already. February, March. That Lord, that the new thing you are going to do in my life. We remove every bitterness and pain in my life. And you will bring me good thing. And this, your war, will go into my life. There shall be no setback again in the mighty name of Jesus. Then decree, in every day of the week, in every day of the week, I shall be fruitful in the mighty name of Jesus. And whatever you have done, as verse 22 says, it was healed today. That is permanent. Lord, everything you have done, let them remain permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. Very good. You know, uh, there are three people who are praying this kind of gathering. And uh, they were praying for blessing. Father, bless me. Bless me. Give it unto me. Give it unto me. They were praying. They were praying. At a point, the prayer become, Father, give it unto me. Endow me. Give it to me. Endow me. Now, one of them slept off. That is why it's not good for you to sleep in this kind of gathering. One of them slept off, and the other two, they were praying. And the prayer changed. That every bitterness of my life, remove it. Every bitterness of my life, remove it. They were praying. The one that slept off suddenly woke up. As those people were removing it, he said, give it unto me. Give it unto me. Don't sleep. The prayer point may change. Amen? I call on Pastor Dennis. Don't sleep, please. The prayer point can do what? Can change. God bless you. Let's give a round of applause to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Are you glad to be here tonight? Every time we appear before God's presence, there is a change of level. You will not miss yours tonight in the name of Jesus. You are going to rise up on your feet right now. And you are going to declare with me. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and verse 8, three things happened. And you are going to begin by prophesying it into your life today. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Praise God. Three things happened there. And we are going to begin by laying claim to them. Amen. Arise. Somebody say, arise. Amen. Say it again like you mean it. Arise. Amen. Shine. Amen. For thy light has come. Amen. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Verse 8. Let's read it together. Who are these that fly as a cloud and as the doves to their windows. Three things. Arise, shine, fly. You are going to decree. As you take a step from wherever you are standing, say, I am rising. I am shining. I will fly this year. I am rising. 
I am shining. I will fly this year. I will rise. I will shine. I will fly this year. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop me anymore. Nothing will hinder me anymore. I am rising. I am shining. I will fly this year. Now, begin to decree it upon your life. Spiritually, I will arise. Physically, I am rising. I am rising financially. I will shine on every side. Men shall see the rising of my shining. Men shall witness my flight this year. Prophesy upon your life. This year, I will rise. I will shine. I will rise. I will shine. No more limitation for me. Declare ye therefore that thou mayest be justified. Open your mouth now. This year, I am rising. I will shine. I will shine. I will shine. I will fly. I will fly. I will not be kept down anymore. Limitation will not keep me down. I will not be kept down. I must fly. In the name of Jesus, my change must come. I take delivery of it. Spiritual change, I receive it. I receive my change now. I call forth my change. My change of level is here. My next level is here at last. I am rising in the name of the Lord. I am shining in the name of the Lord. I will fly this year. I will fly this year. I am flying. I am soaring high. From glory to glory. From glory to glory. Let the Lord hear your voice. Decree it upon your life. In the name of Jesus. From glory to glory. I am shining this year. From glory to glory. I am swearing this year. I am swearing this year. I will shine. I will shine. I will shine. In the name of Jesus. Les hombres nous it is my shining season. It is my rising season. It is my season of flight. I am taking off. I am taking off. I am taking off into glory. My children shall be shining this year. In my career, I will be shining. In my marriage, I will be shining. In my ministry, I will be shining. Financially, I will be shining. Men shall be looking up to me. A light cannot be littered and hidden. Nowhere can a light be littered and hidden. You cannot hide the light. I must shine forth for men to see. In my ministry, in the word of God, I will shine. Every area of my life, receive shining. Arise, 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 arise. Shine, 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 shine. Fly, fly, fly. I will soar on every side. I will soar on every side. No more limitation. Open your mouth, pray, pray. No more limitation. No more limitation. No more limitation. No more limitation. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. We are going to also be praying against every powers that limit. Hi. In a typical aerodynamic situation, for flight to occur, I learned this a long time ago, I never forgot it. There are four forces that must be brought to play. 
One of them is the lift. The lift. The other one is trust. Trust. But you see, there are other two forces that are resisting the lift and the trust. The first one is gravity and the weight of the aircraft. And then the second one is drag. Drag. They call it aerodynamic drag. There are spiritual aerodynamic drags and spiritual gravity that will make you not to rise and shine. But you need to address them. You know, except the lift force becomes greater than error, I mean than gravity, and trust is higher than the, 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 the drag, flight cannot take place. You are going to say, Lord, I receive capacity to ascend height this year. I receive capacity to fly. And I break down every powers of the enemy that is resisting my rising. Every powers of the devil that want to stop my rising. I bring you down. I receive enough spiritual capacity to rise up and shine. I receive enough spiritual energy to take off. To take off. To take off. But take I receive enough spiritual energy to advance to my next level. My Father, my God, I receive enough spiritual energy to change from glory to glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. They change from glory to glory. They change from glory to glory. They change from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. By the Spirit of God, I am flying this year. And I overcome every powers of drag. Every powers of spiritual weight that want to weigh me down. Every spiritual forces of gravity that want to stop my flight. Be crushed tonight. Be dismantled in the name of Jesus. Bread of life must fly this year. It is our year of revival. We must fly on every side. We must soar on every side. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Somebody shout hallelujah. There is one prayer I've been praying since the year began. And I prayed it before. I want us to pray it again. How high a building we go depends on the foundation. In Oman here, you will see that they will make a fence. And for three, sometimes one month plus, work is still going on around that fence. The building has not started coming up here too. They are excavating. The civil engineers here, I hope you can bear me witness. They will be excavating and excavating, digging deep so that they can, they can have an equivalent height for a solid foundation to be erected for the building to stand. Some of us, we have been building on a shaking, faulty foundation from year to year to year. And so, we are limited by foundations. In the book of Psalms, chapter 11, verse 3, the Bible says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? 
if the foundation is faulty, you will just be struggling in vain. You will not struggle in vain again in the name of Jesus. Enough is enough of struggling for nothing. You will see result now. I said this year, somebody will see result. That testimony you have been waiting for, I don't know how long it may be. The Lord said it is coming into your hand right now. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Now you are going to pray with me. As you lay your hand on the ground. I'm not saying the ground is your foundation. But just put your hand and say, Lord, today, as I connect by this ground, I decree every of my foundation be reinforced, be restructured, be remolded, be rebuilt by the power of the Holy Ghost. It is rebuilt. It is rebuilt. It is refounded. It is restructured. It is restructured. Praise the Lord. Repair every faulty foundation that is hindering me. Repair every faulty foundation that is stopping me. Repair every faulty foundation that is stopping me. Repair it. Repair it. Repair it. Repair it. Manso breaker. My foundation is built. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. That foundation is built up. It is revived. It is restructured. Now, it depends on what you want to build. But you see, the first thing to be laid on that foundation is the altar of God. That is why today we are going to be setting up God's altar. It's the prayer I've been praying since the beginning of the year. We're going to be building the altar of God. In 1 Kings chapter 18, can you turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 18? Thank you, Jesus. Verse 30. The Bible says, And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came near unto him. And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken. And if you go to verse 38, the Bible said, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. Why did the fire come down? Because the foundation was built, the altar was laid, repaired, installed, and power came down. Lord, Upon this new foundation that you have built for me for this year, I erect the altar of your presence. In my life, I erect the altar of your presence. In the life of my children, in my ministry, in my career, in my marriage, in my finances, in every areas of my life, I erect the altar of your presence. I erect it.
Upon this new foundation, I put your altar, Lord, the altar of praise, the altar of your blessings, the altar of advancement, the altar of progress, the altar of faith, the altar of good works. I erect your altar. In my life, in my family, I erect your altar. I erect your altar. I erect your altar. I erect your altar. In my life, in my life, in my life. Now begin to decree, Lord, release your fire, therefore. Your fire of revival upon my life. Your fire of increase. Your fire of glory. Your fire of change of level. By the reason of this repaired altar and molded foundation, let your fire, let your fire answer in my life. 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 Let your fire come down. Let your fire come down. Let your fire come down. Upon my life. Upon my life. Upon my life. Upon my life. In the name of Jesus. My Father, my God. Let your fire answer in this church. Let your fire answer in the midst of your people. Let your fire answer in our lives. Your fire of change. Your fire of change. Your fire of change. Your fire of revival. Your fire of revival. Let it be rekindled in my life, in my family, in Manakonde Braga Zedel, in the name of Jesus. Let your fire of change take over. Take over. Take over. Take over. Take over. Your fire of change, Lord. Let your fire, let your fire take over my life now. Let your fire take over my life now. In the name of Jesus, fill my life with your fire. Fill my life with your fire. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Finally, Lord, I decree and declare all round growths in my life. Every areas of my life shall see growth this year. In my ministry, I will see growth. I declare, I am not growing upon a faulty altar. I am commanding supernatural growth in my life. Lord Jesus, I shall ascend this year. Thank you, Father. Open your mouth, give God thanks. Give him praise. Give him glory. For he has done it. Holy name, Lord. We thank you. We glorify you. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's be seated. Hallelujah. We have gone through some scientific prayer. As pastor has uh, put us through. The lifting, the trust, and the anti- Anti-aerodynamic. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you see, there are different kind of forces that is working against whatever you are doing. 
In the scripture also we have it. Let's turn our Bible to number 16. Maybe we have heard the story of Korah, Datan, and Abiram. Hallelujah. Number 16. Uh, we take it from verse 26. New King James Version. And he spoke to the congregation, saying, Depart now from the tent of these wicked men. Touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. So they got away from around the tent of Korah, Datan, and Abiram. And Datan and Abiram came out and stood at the door of their tent with their wives, their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, By this you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all this work, for I have not done them of my own will. If this man naturally like all men, or if they are visited by common faith of all men, then the Lord has not sent me. Verse 30. But if the Lord creates a new thing, and the earth opened his mouth and swallowed them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the pit, then you will understand that these men have rejected the Lord. And verse 31, it says, Now it came to pass, as he finished speaking all this word, that, all this, as he finished speaking all this word, that the ground split apart under them. Let's stop there. You see, I don't know the forces that have been working against your prayers. I don't know the kind of antitrust, the lifting, you are being lifted up, and there is this trust that will propel you forward. But there is still this antitrust forces that is dragging you back. The Bible recorded that God did a new thing. Elijah did a new thing in that city. And that made the water to be what? To change from bitterness to sweet. And it remained permanent. Thank you, Pastor Dennis. You drew my attention to this. Now, this is the prayer I want us to pray. Let's be on our feet. Let us be on our feet. You see, God can do a new thing to fight your battle. Verse number 1630 say, But if the Lord creates a new thing, and 31 say, Now it came to pass, as he finished speaking, all this word that, all this word that the ground split apart under them. You are going to pray. I don't know the forces that is dragging your prayer back. You yourself, you may not know, but it's right now you have to decree, God, do a new thing and fight my battle. Turn into prayer. Do a new thing and fight my battle for me in the mighty name of Jesus. Every mouth that goes around to destroy me and close the door you have opened. Father, shut them up. Shut them all in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, shut them all. I don't know what it will take you, but do a new thing in my life and fight my battle for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. This year, year 2019, 
Father, I want to experience easiness. I want everything to be easy for me. Father, I decree, do a new thing in the mighty name of Jesus. And fight my battle. Every faulty foundation, whatever the foundation that is faulty, Father, do a new thing. Repair it. Reinforce it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, whatever will propel me forward, whatever will lead me forward in my ministry, my career, in the work that you have called upon me, in my family, Father, do it. Do a new thing in my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Do a new thing in Jesus' name. Father, do a new thing. Create a new thing. Isaiah 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if a man be in Christ, he is new in creation. All things are passed away. Father, order that all things are passed away. Because you are doing a new thing. All things have become new. Father, do a new things For me as this year progress forward and fight all my battle. Thank you, almighty God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Now it's time for you to praise for the next two minutes for yourself. You know the area you want God to touch you. You know that particular area you want God to do a new thing. You know the faulty area that you want God to repair. You know the faulty foundation that you want God to lift you up. Begin to tell God, table everything before God. Lord, this is my prayer request to you this year. Father, I pray that, Lord, you will fulfill it. Open your mouth and pray. Put everything before God. If you don't have prayer point, you pray for me. That God should answer every prayer point I have this year. Pray, pray. Let's remember our loved ones. Remember your loved ones. Those that have saved. Those that have not been saved. Pray for them. That God should do a new thing in their life. And use it to bring them closer to him. That at the end of this year, you will come to this altar and testify. The mighty testimony that God is going to do in your life. Pray. Put everything before God. He is the only one that can do it. If God can speak to Abraham, he can as well speak to you. If God can direct Abraham to leave one place, he can direct you to leave. He can also ask you to go to somewhere. That Lord, these are my prayer requests to you this year. Father, answer me speedily. In the mighty name of Jesus. Answer me speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. We are going to pray for this morning service, or this afternoon rather, that Lord, we are coming back here. Lord, let your glory fill this auditorium. Uh, for everyone you are going to use for today's service, Father, empower them with your Holy Spirit. Right from the ushery team, to praise and worship, intersection, children class, women ministry, excellent men, the elders, pastors, that as many you are going to use for today's service. Lord, show up in the mighty name of Jesus. Show up. Let your miracle start. Let your presence be known for today's service. As many you are inviting newly, Father, meet them at the point of their need. Meet them in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, almighty God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed.
We are going to pray for the people that God has used this night, including you. God has used you. You are partaker in this. That Lord has allowed you to open your mouth and pray. That Lord, more anointing to everyone you have used. More anointing. Even to those that we plan to use, but we are unable to use because of the time. That Lord, we pray and we decree. Almighty God, touch them. More anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. For these people that you have used, they have speak out the word. Father, refill them in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Thank you, everlasting God. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, we glorify you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, almighty God. Some few days back, we were shouting, Happy New Year. Now, this is Happy New Month. We glorify you. We thank you because you have allowed us to climb the first ladder of this year. Father, we climb it successfully. Father, we glorify you. Father, we thank you. There are storms, but you allow us to pass over through those storms. Father, we glorify you. We honor you. We adore you. Now, Lord, we have started the second ladder for this year. Father, as we climb the next 28 days, Father, we shall never fall in Jesus' name. Father, Father, you continue to empower us with your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. You have put our path. You have directed our path in your way. We shall never derail in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. Father, we remember those that are not here this night that, Lord, you have blessed us. Father, because your mercy endures forever, we pray that you will extend your mercy unto them in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. As we go to our different homes, Father, you will go ahead of us in Jesus' name. And when we come back here in this morning and afternoon, your name shall be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. The love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely... God goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen.